Hey there, better human. Welcome to the show. Today, I want to share with you something I've been doing. A little experiment I've been running for over 100 days now. Uh, it involves cold shower every morning. So cold exposure training is something I've tried a few times in the past, but I sort of never got it to stick. Um, and I was speaking to a friend, uh, Christopher Robin, if you're listening to this, thank you for the spark of inspiration. Talking with him sort of revived my interest again. So I decided to run a little experiment naturally. So since the April th uh, 18th until now, I've been taking a cold shower every morning for 102 days now. I have uh, missed about three days uh, within this period or skipped because I was traveling and didn't have access uh, to a cold shower. I would have preferred to do it in a bathtub, but since I didn't have access to one consistently, I went for the shower option. I know it's the middle of summer now and it's really warm, uh, but when I started it, uh, it was still cold and I started it when I was doing a little work trip in Switzerland and I also spent some time in the Swiss mountain, so it was especially cold uh, to be doing cold showers then. I started out with just barely 10 to 15 seconds. Um, I was pretty shocked at how little cold I could take. I think it took me a couple of weeks to get up to about 30 seconds. And then from then on, I was uh, adding five seconds a week until I peaked at about 100 seconds or a minute and 40 seconds, if you will. And then now I sort of went back to a minute and eight seconds. I'll explain more about this uh, later on. So why did I do this? A big part is I've been doing almost the same set of things in my morning ritual for the last five years. Uh, to keep things fresh, I like to introduce new things uh, so that it becomes more fun and more interesting for me. A lot of things I try to introduce don't actually stick uh, or I fail at them, but occasionally some of them stay and this might just be one of them. The second reason is I wouldn't consider myself a morning person, uh, so I tend to wake up quite slowly. Taking a cold shower was a great way to suddenly switch state and wake up um, much quicker. Uh, thirdly, and probably something quite important, is that I believe diversity is one of the most important keys to growth. Uh, you can apply this uh, concept across all things. For example, when it comes to food and diet, Having a diverse diet has been shown to increase uh, and enrich our gut microbes. And eating a wide variety of things also is a good insurance that you will get a wide variety of vitamins that your body needs. Number two, uh, with training, uh, physical training is the same thing. Uh, you don't want to keep doing the same bicep curls or whatever it is over and over again. Uh, what you want to do is to introduce variety and different intensity, uh, mix it up. Uh, the idea here is simple, right? Like you don't want to be one of those persons with a huge chest or huge arms and very skinny legs. You want to be balanced. And lastly, for learning, uh, it's also the same. In, in learning theory, there's this thing called mixed practice or otherwise known as interleaving. So most people, when they learn, they use uh, block practice. So to focus on one problem type or one part of skill, uh, wanting to master it completely before moving on to the next step. However, uh, research shows that mixed practice, the process of mixing problem types and skills actually lead to more durable long-term learning, even though when you're at it, it feels more awkward and less effective. 
Interleaving is what builds flexibility and creativity as it leaves the realm of repetition. Uh, mix it up between subjects and discipline and after a while you will learn to weave your different knowledge chunks together. And finally, uh, I did it because I thought it was something fun and since it was uncomfortable, I wanted to see if I could do it. I've been hearing a lot about benefits of co-exposure. Uh, frequent exposure to coal has been linked to a number of health benefits, which I will cover briefly now. In sports, uh, cold water or co-exposure has long been used as a treatment to reduce inflammation, swelling and sore muscles by sports therapists and athletes. And when it comes to weight loss, uh, scientists have found evidence that exposure to coal speeds up your metabolism, which is said to improve weight loss. Essentially, our body, the human body, contains two types of fat tissue, white fat and brown fat. White fat is accumulated when we consume more calories than our body needs in order to function, and we don't end up burning these calories for energy. This type of body fat piles up around our waist, lower back, neck, and so on, and it's the one we struggle to eliminate. Brown fat, on the other hand, is the good fat. It generates heat to keep our body warm. And brown fat is activated when it's exposed to extreme cold. Also, cold therapy has been shown to improve circulation. Um, good blood circulation is vital for overall health. Uh, healthy blood circulation also speeds up recovery time from strenuous exercise and work. The deep breathing you have in response to the shock also keeps us warm as well as increasing our overall oxygen intake. As your heart rate increases from the cold, it releases a rush of blood throughout the entire body and this gives a natural dose of energy for the day. We talked about variety, so variety and alternation is sort of the same thing. And when you alternate between cold and hot water while you shower, it's an easy way to improve your circulation. Cold water causes your blood to move to your organs, while warm water does the other thing. It causes your blood to move towards the surface of your skin. A quick note here that you might be interested in, if you want to fall asleep better, so we actually sleep better and fall asleep quicker when our core body temperature is lower. So you know that feeling of taking a warm shower and feeling sort of cozy afterwards? And you get the feeling that this uh, feeling of coziness is what helps you to fall asleep. So what's actually happening to your body is when you take a cold shower, your body temperature heats up. So blood is being uh, pushed to the surface to release some of that heat because your body doesn't want to overheat. So as it does that, your body loses heat and it cools down, which makes it easier to fall asleep. So there you go. If you want to fall asleep quicker, you can try taking a warm shower. Next, cold therapy has also been shown to relieve depression. A study in the journal Medical Hypothesis suggests that cold showers can be used as a treatment for depression. I won't go too much into it, but basically uh, research has shown that short cold showers may stimulate a part of the brain, specifically the part of the brain that is the primary source of noradrenaline the chemical that has been shown that could help to mitigate depression. Co-exposure also can help to strengthen immunity. According to a study done in 1993, individuals who take daily cold showers saw an increase in the number of virus-fighting white blood cells compared to individuals who took hot showers. The researchers believe that the increased metabolic rate which results from the body's attempt to warm itself up activates the immune system and releases more white blood cells in response. Guys will be happy to hear the next benefit. Co-exposure has been shown to increase testosterone. In the same study, 
they found that cold showers actually increases testosterone production in men. And of course, as you know, increased testosterone levels not only can boost your libido, but also his overall strength and energy level. And lastly, cold exposure can also help to increase your fertility. You probably already know this, but sperm counts decrease when the temperature of a man's testes increases. I mean, there's a reason your balls are outside your body, right? Alright, so those are just some of the benefits you can get from a cold shower or cold exposure. I want to spend a minute to quickly talk about how I do it so you have a clear idea. As I mentioned earlier, my morning ritual has more or less looked the same for the last five years. I will wake up, brush my teeth, and directly go into my morning meditation. So a big thing about building habits that last is that you want to make sure it fits into your existing routine. If you have to go out of your way to do something, chances are it's hard to stick to it over time. So what I've done here is to insert the cold shower between brushing my teeth and my morning meditation. The way I do it, I jump into the cold water immediately. I subscribe to the HIIT philosophy with training, which is high intensity interval training. Uh, for this, it's just a high intensity. Some people advise going, making a transition from warm to cold water. I prefer to get it over and done with uh, since it's mostly just, you know, probably less than a minute for most of you. I also think the contrast uh, has a huge benefit in itself rather than making a slow transition. You just, at least within the philosophy of high intensity interval training, it doesn't matter how long you go, what matters is how intensely you go. Now, what have I learned from taking 100 days of cold shower? So earlier, I started off by saying I was adding 5 seconds every week and then I peaked at about 100 seconds. So about that point was maybe about the 60th or 70th day. As I got to 1 minute and 40, I noticed something happening. I was getting more and more reluctant to jump into the shower uh, every morning. So I have made this mistake uh, plenty of times over the past and perhaps you might be familiar with this too is that when you try to do something, whether you're trying to start a running habit or trying to eat clean, whatever it is, as you start trying to form this new habit, it's easy to become too excited and too ambitious. And ambition and pushing yourself is good insofar that it doesn't stop you from actually performing whatever it is you're trying to perform. So prioritizing consistency over ambition, what is more important, that you do it once for 90 seconds or you do it 10 seconds every day for 90 days? The second is way better for building habits that stick. Over time, most victories are claimed not because of one big grand move. Instead, it is through accumulation of advantages and small steps. Number two, our body and mind are powerfully linked. You know how they say, fake it till you make it? and that smiling can actually trick your brain into happiness because a smile spurs a powerful chemical reaction in the brain that does make you happy. So when it comes to growth, especially in this age where most likely you are an intellectual worker working with your brain, it's important to mix up, it's important to be conscientious about how you plan and organize your day. Are you mixing it up with physical and mental activities? Thirdly, when it comes to learning theory, uh, it's been said there are two modes for learning. The focus mode, which is what it sounds like, a concentrated focus form of thinking, and a diffuse mode, 
which is a more relaxed thinking state. One, the brain settles into it resting. You know how sometimes the best idea comes to you when you're in the shower? Or how taking walks can actually boost your creativity and productivity? It's the same idea. Remember what I said earlier about diversity. You have to create more space for different states to occur throughout your day if you want to optimize your growth and health. Lastly, if nothing else happens, you get off to a great start by doing a hard thing. I mean, summoning the willpower and conquering a cold shower is a pretty low cost, uh, low investment effort of getting off on the right start. Personally, for the past 100 days, I would say Every time I leave the cold shower, I find that my energy and well-being is better. I leave living recharge. It's a bit like exercise. When you're done with it, you almost certainly always feel good. All right, uh, we're reaching the end now. If you want to try it yourself, here are a few tips. Before you start, have a timer ready. I actually got a physical kitchen timer. You can, of course, also use your phone or anything you can get your hands on. I would also suggest starting with a low timer countdown in the beginning, something like 10 to 15 or 20 seconds, uh, especially if you've never done it before. And the reason for this is you want to build confidence over time. And lastly, like any good experiment, it should be finite. Set a goal, maybe it's 7 days or maybe it's 14 days. With a goal in mind, you also don't need to feel committed for the rest of your life. It will be easier to stick to it. If you can get a friend to do this challenge with you, even better. You can sort of give each other encouragement as you go. So going into the cold shower, I would advise taking five to 10 deep breaths before you start to sort of calm down. And when the cold water hits, to keep deep breathing. I have to warn you, it takes a bit of getting used to, but like anything else, it gets easier over time. So here's a case in point. When I went to a spa around the 50th day, uh, there was an ice pool in this spa. I've been there a few times. I was pleasantly surprised at how much easier it was for me to stay in the ice pool compared to the last time I was there. Oh, lastly, before I forget, on days where it's particularly tough, you should sort of give yourself an out. What do I mean by this? Uh, this is a very important tactic that I think is very underutilized. So for example, you set a goal of taking 30 seconds cold shower. But maybe on a particular day, you wake up feeling really bad, you didn't get enough sleep, whatever it is, you should have an out. You don't do, you try not to do it two days, uh, more than two days consecutively. So if you're having a particularly bad day, rather than skipping the cold shower off completely, I would say do a reduced version of it, maybe 10 seconds instead of 30 seconds and give yourself a pass. So that brings about my 100 days of cold shower experiment. I hope you found what I've shared useful and that you try it for yourself. If you want more tips or enjoy this episode or want to discuss this further, uh, feel free to drop me a line. If not, I'll speak to you next time. Thanks for listening.